Welcome back to Hail to the Pod. This is episode three, and we'll and we have a special guest today, a good friend from Texas named Ryan Lee. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Uh, nothing much. So, I know you live in Texas, right? Like what part? Yes. Um, so I live near Fort Worth, um, just like the the bottom part of Dallas. That's cool. Um, yeah. So I know in the past what like month no one or two weeks uh mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that has happened in texas and yeah, there's a lot of stuff yeah and i'm just wondering have you or anyone else you know or you know there experience the power outage like the effects of it yeah so um yeah so uh my family was very fortunate enough to like uh the part the area that i'm living in currently is uh, sort of like a like the better part of Texas, where like the community is a is more well off. Our education system is like more efficient, but we still had like a lot of powder outages, busted uh, water pipes, and like a lot of. Fortunately, I didn't get I didn't experience any of that stuff because our apartment complex is very um, efficient at keeping uh, our electricity and water uh, up and running, but like. Other Sanilo homes were not actually prepared for the for the winter, so like yeah, they had to boil water for their showers and stuff. Yeah, I got you. But like I'm like it's good that you didn't like uh, experience like the like the short end of the stick, like the very like worst thing. But yeah, they, a lot of bad stuff did happen. Yeah, but um, I think. From based what I've like gathered, like research wise, it's that um, like most of the, the scapegoat, right, from the Republicans right. about like the cause, like the why the I guess the outages were like so bad were the wind turbines, and basically like because of that, Republicans have been criticizing the Green New Deal, and it's mm-hmm. like purposes and it's like goals mm-hmm. um i'm just wondering what do you first what do you think of the green new deal and oh yeah i think it, it's like the real reason why like it's the scapegoat that it should be the thing that we should criticize right so um according to a lot of like uh studies texas texas's main source of power like approximately like 50% comes from actual natural gases, the gases that we get from the oil we like we pull from the ground and the and like other the other 25% comes from like our actual wind turbines. So Texas does have a lot of reliance on um just a wind like energy that, that we get from wind. So like the green to be honest, I don't like, I really don't buy the argument that the Republicans are making right now that the entirety of the, the fault of that Texas, the fault and the consequences that Texas endured was solely because of these uh, green, green energies. But uh, so, but I just got to explain to you, right? I just want to explain to the audience right now, like how Texas is set up within the regarding our energy right so you know what ERCOT is uh no i don't so um texas how texas is like set up is that 
the U.S. is divided into two parts of energy. So the western, uh, the western part and the eastern part, and we have Texas. The western part had like all these states collectively, also, and and in the same regards to the eastern part of the U.S., they all collectively have uh, and collectively and share like a a primary source of energy. But Texas decided that they just wanted to be you know a little bit more cooler or alpha and think that they could um uh support themselves with their own with their own energy and like that 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 makes total sense because texas is the one of the leading producers of energy right now because of the all all of the oil mines but because texas didn't have didn't have reliance on other states for energy once our natural gas pipes were uh frozen over we couldn't really turn to anybody else for for energy, right? So when 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 the when the Republicans say that all the fault goes to green energies, I don't buy that. That is that is total that is totally wrong because we have most of our energy, like a majority of our energy coming from natural gases. But to say that we like like just how like AOC said, like if we were to, if Texas were to um, have more green energy alternatives, then we wouldn't have this problem. But it's, I don't really buy that either because, because just like, just like how on in where you're living in, in right now in New Jersey, where once a, once like a, like a, once you have a, once you guys have a snow day, as soon as, as soon as it stops, there's a, there's uh, trucks to plow away the snow, but where I live, they did not have that because who in Texas is really anticipating a winter front every single year? You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I want to talk about that, like, because like snow is really rare, especially in like in the South. Um, I think there have, I think there is people who think that the, um, like that we should, well, to prevent like such outages outages like as this we should like fix like how we get energy and all that but really like also like the big argument against that is like this is like a once in a like i guess lifetime event and like well i don't know like when the next like snowstorm would be in texas and that yeah but so uh, base, uh, the figure that you gave gave me uh, gave me was that fifty percent what of Texas energy is from natural gas, twenty five percent is from uh, green uh, like from uh, like green sources. Yeah. I, when I was like researching this, right, I mm-hmm. came to like like similar data. So, um, and like in the CNN article that I read like uh, a couple of days ago, it said that like 46,000 megawatts of like generation were offline during that in like in Texas, but like 28,000 of that was from coal, gas, and like other natural sources. Mm -hmm. And like only 18,000 were from like renewable energy, which like kind of like strengthens the argument that I don't think like green energy is like the sole like uh fault in this but right so what do you think should be like the like the solution to this 
so, all right, so the solution is simple. We just have to learn from what like ERC, we have to, we just have to learn the like uh, the mistakes that ERCOT made um, that like that resulted from this this winter in Texas because basically how ERCOT uh, responded or reacted to the winter front that, that was coming down from the north was that uh, they were sort of in they were they they have to comply with the um, with the te- with the state of Texas in order to like sort of pre-order if that makes sense electricity in order to in order to uh, better prepare for the winter front. So like um, because ERCOT didn't really pre-order electricity, I know this doesn't make a lot of sense, but they have to really prepare for all the all the demand all the demand that they're gonna get from the winter with all the heating and just like just like getting like just getting warm water and of the ability to cook food and stuff they just they were just not prepared for it so we can you we can say the republic can say could say that all the fall goes to green energy but like a lot we have to address the fact that we just we just needed to better prepare our source of natural gas energy and we won't have this problem anymore Okay, I'm going to ask you two things. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that Texas has its own power source, which it does. Do yes. you think that Texas should like choose to not do that and probably be a part of either the Eastern or Western uh, like energy complex, um, so to speak? Right. Um, so that's, that's, a very, that's a very hard question because like – a lot of the like I feel like a lot of the reason that Texas has done done the way that they're doing right now is because a lot of you know Texas pride and stuff like we are like Texas is like a very dominant state that has a lot of influence but to but I do think that Texas should be um, more able and more flexible with their source of energy you know like asking other states for for like energy just just in case that something like this happens yeah i'm um, thinking about it now uh, the thing you said about like texas being like its own like has its own pride and independence do you think like there's a chance that texans like in some in the uh, summit like in the future because like Texans, because it has its own pride, it's like getting dominated. That I think the Republican philosophy, it's like less government, you know, like more independence for the people. Do you think Texas would be in like in a state where it would be more open to more liberal ideas like the Green New Deal and stuff like that and like green energy? Right. So, so like, um, even it's evident in the like the the polling da- data from the our previous presidential elections and our our latest one that Texas is becoming a lot more democratic leaning or liberal leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, that has a lot to do with um, uh, people coming over to in this in this state and uh, like putting their influence on our, on the way we vote for our presence. But, but that doesn't change the fact that the, that green energy is going to be a, a, a 
necessity in the future. We can't always rely on natural gas because it's a futile, not, not a futile, it's a, um, it's, it's a limited source of energy, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because we're running out of like natural gas and some point in the future, it will just run out. It's like, it's going to be like so the projections of like natural gas, it's going to be scarce. And that's, yeah. yeah, that's the reason why I personally support green energy. But I want to go, go to the Green New Deal. And I read, I think uh, some time ago, I read like the bill, the draft bill of the Green New Deal. And it had some very good points, like uh, because like climate change is affecting humanity as a whole and also affect negatively affecting um minority communities but just people in general but it also it one of the points is to quickly go into like make the american economy into like 100 percent green economy and the main like criticism of that is like it's very very expensive do you think we should pr- like uh pursue this deal or a lesser version like a more right. yeah. So a lot of um so some of the extreme like extreme left winging Democrats are proposing that yeah, like like you say, we just go totally green energy. So there is not an ounce of emissions that we produce as a country. But um one of the more one of more one of the more Right, you just got cut off. Are you there? Using green energy and out allowing our like the natural, you know, the natural system in which the way the Earth is going to get rid of the CO two, right? So we don't have any net CO two emissions. So um, that is going to be. I feel like that's a more realistic approach rather than completely emitting all of the. Um, all of like, uh, like commit completely omitting all of our all of our natural gas supplies and replacing with green energy because a lot of because a lot of our infrastructure is gonna have to be renovated and changed because a lot of like there's no there's no doubt that a lot of businesses rely on natural gas pipes rather than like an electric source of energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, hold on. I just want to say that you just got cut off because my internet connection is was unstable. But that's fine. So, like, can you like sum up what you like propose? What you like just said? Right. So, what I'm what I'm just saying that that is that a net CO two emission rate is more realistic in a of an approach rather than a total green new green energy approach. So, just like taxes on carbon emissions on like basically corporations uh rather than that it's just like if i'm gonna it's sort of like if i'm gonna eat 2000 calories i better be expending 2000 calories in order to stay the same way so we're not negatively impacting the environment but like so we're just being very neutral right now and it's and like our natural like ecosystem is going to do its part in taking away the CO2 emissions. All right. And well, I think one of the, 
I think uh, because like one way to like how like fight climate change is also I heard it from like one of my like science teachers is that we should eat less cow like cow meat because mm-hmm. like like the cow burps or whatever like they like emit methane or some chemical that is like negatively affecting the atmosphere like what do you think of that should we like pursue like i don't know like vegetarian vegan diets um like that does sound good on paper but like to be honest how willing are you going to be to give up like a animal product on your dinner plate so like how reluctant are you like are you really gonna like let society gonna tell you what you're gonna eat based based on like um based on a slight growing concern of how much methane that cows are producing rather than tackling the actual issues of like big factors that are producing bit like thousands of metric tons of co2 emissions yeah i got i got you but well, the reason why i'm asking this is because like we're, this is part the the texas uh situation is part of like this massive you know like conversation about climate change and how we should like fight against it like why if like if we should pursue like stay with natural gas and or should we just go full on with renewable energy but i think this what i can say about this right about texas right now is that this is probably opening the eyes of a lot of people um in ter- like particularly people who are like like uh who basically the moderate people um i don't know like i don't really have for me i am more liberal so i think texas should instead of relying mostly on natural gas it should go into renewable energy but like at the end of the day i think this has opened the eyes of a lot of people in terms like probably they people are beginning to see that natural gas is not really the way anymore right yeah but i want to uh divert the conversation to another thing that happened in texas the mask mandate uh yes yeah that's like a really big thing and i think in, in addition to texas right i think what other states like mississippi uh do you know like any other states who are like who have done it um I'm pretty sure Florida has done it, I think, but um, Texas was a big, big subject on that, um, on that news. Yeah, um, I, re- I briefly read like the Texas government website on the executive order of lifting the mask mandate. But basically, like one big part of it, right, I think, you know, is like businesses could run 100 uh, percent, no masks, just like l- really rapidly going into normal life Mm -hmm. um but their rationale one of them was like really hey we're making all these vaccines like this like huge number a day i think because of that we should really like ease it up i think we will um be like okay in the end but i think really like since not everyone has has got the vaccine, 
I just don't really see a reason why they lift the mask mandate now, like lift restrictions now. Not like, I think Joe Biden said that at the end of May, May 31st, that almost every adult or I think every American would have at like a dose or two. And I just don't like, I think why, why didn't Texas just like choose to like wait a month or two? Yeah, I just got like very confused on that. And I think a lot of people uh, did too. So, uh, what right. do you- So, uh, yeah, so um, obviously I also feel the same way. Um, like just did not, I just don't approve the premature, the premature um, lifting of the mandate. Um, but it had like, I feel like you can like agree with me on this, that uh, there's a lot, there's not a lot, a lot of logic that went into this. A lot of there's a there was a lot of Republican pride that went on into this, especially because Governor Abbott is a Republican Republican himself, and no mask is a is an agenda that a lot of Republicans were striving for. Because and lifting this mask mandate made uh, was sort of a a political party thing rather than oh we are, we are totally set on the right course and and we will have no more deaths within the state if we lift the, the if we lift the mask mandate yeah i think i agree with you there was no, like no common sense behind or logic behind this like decision and really like ever since ever since like the beginning of um the lockdowns I would say like mostly Republicans were arguing against mask mandates being like it's unconstitutional, which I find ridiculous. I mean, right. Yeah. Um, so I've also heard that argument before that, um, like, as, as you said, Republicans are saying that this is not unconstitutional, but like we have to direct the topic into what, the purpose of the mask is and it's not to it's not to burden yourself but it's it's to protect other people because i personally don't want that burden a burden on my conscience knowing that because i was not wearing a mask i ultimately caused the death of an elderly or a small or a small infant or whatever that that that's really not like people that are not really set up to uh, fight the fight the virus back themselves. So it's more of a ethical and um, moral thing to do and not really constitutional where it's like every person deserves the right to, you know, like this, this, and this. It's really like, it's really like, I'm like, I care enough about you. So I'm going to wear the mask. Yeah, that is like exactly my same thought process. Uh, When I heard that, um, hey, this is unconstitutional, like the government should not tell me what to wear. It's like, in my mind, I'm just like thinking, like, is that really what you think? I know it like, I know that sounds very like demeaning, but in term, like, does you like... It sounds kind of selfish, really, that you all are like, I'm uncomfortable wearing a mask, and that's why I'm against it. But there's also 
you are a f- without you mar- uh, like not wearing a mask, right? Will ultimately might like um, like you know like make some someone else sick, and also like may eventually like like kill someone because like that there's like this like the virus is so like transmittable and all that that uh that you may risk another person's life and really that i think it should be evident that the all this whole constitutional argument of the masks really should like it's easily debunked by like basically like common sense you will risk someone's life if you don't wear a mask. So, yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of Republican Republicans use the argument that um, they are tying this, uh, they, they are tying this topic to how um, women fought for abortion rights and that it is unconstitutional that the government is telling them what they can or cannot do with their bodies. And the Republicans, and that Republicans are making the same argument that the government can't tell them what's right and wrong and what they need to do themselves. But ultimately this is, this, this mandate was just to simply protect people and blunt the actual um, like volatility of, of like how cases are being counted and, and such. And like the contraction rates of the virus, because as soon as Greg, like, I saw this statistic that as soon as Greg Abbott released that statement, there was an immediate spike the next day and the, in the days following that. And like, that's just, that was just the inevitable. Like once you remove masks, you're going to have a spike in cases. Yeah. And there's a lot of like people who are quite like, who are asking like, why is everyone else like, um, like, every other country like or more successful like australia for instance i don't think they have any restrict uh no i think new zealand either of those two countries they don't have any like restrictions anymore they're like perfectly normal now mm-hmm. and i think and why is like the u.s behind well you have to like really think about this like historically ever since like america's like conception we were so like the like the philosophy of the indivi- of individualism right like lesser government the government cannot tell me what to do i control like basically i vote in leaders who will run the government basically power to the people and uh that philosophy uh, philosophy has been ingrained in like almost a majority of americans minds for years and like today that like that philosophy still like reigns most people don't really care what the government says mostly from the right you know like the libertarians Mm -hmm. the like the hard right and also republicans like the belief of the government uh they can't tell me what to do like i can take care of myself it's really the like ma- pro- the major reason why there's like an opposition to mask mandates, and to me, I guess that philosophy is not like 
bad. Like there's like many instances where like individual uh, individualism like helped America become like what it is today, like an innovative, powerful country. But in this instance, like it's kind of sad that there are people who think who think like that uh, in terms of like the mass mandates, the restrictions. I mean, we want to be out of this mess. And in order to do that, we need to strictly follow these rules. It doesn't matter if they're like annoying, like very like stressful. Like it, I hate wearing masks, but I need to do it if we want to get out of this mess. So that's, yeah, that's what I think about this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right on that. Like how I picture this was like, this is going to be very, very weird analogy, but like, like when I, when I go to the gym and I go to the squat rack, when I, when I push out my la- my last rep, if I don't get the bar on the rack, then I'm going to be falling down and injuring myself. And that's, sim- that's similar to how Greg Abbott's, Greg Abbott has done that. We were so close. We were legitimately so close. Like we, we could have just gone a few more months, like you said, till the end of May, like how Joe Biden said, and we will be out of this mess. But just dropping that mask mandate is going to have a lot, it's going to cause a lot more cases and in return, a lot more deaths. You know, what's funny Like I had of yesterday, I thought of like the, a very similar analogy to that. Like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like I'm, I row for my high school and mm-hmm. we have something called like a 2k erg test which is basically the most grueling the most like horrifying thing aurora can like witness and like uh do so basically yeah. it's like around seven eight minutes of pure pain and you know what a, row, a rowing machine looks like right yeah so basically you do the test it determines like how fast you are and like your race performance or whatever. And in the first 500 meters or so, uh, like around there, it's kind of easy because you have full of like energy. You're full of like, um, I guess you're not like really that tired. And you do like the thing, you go and go and row and row. But at the last like 500, like in the last like 300 meters, you're extremely tired. Your legs are on fire, like also your arms. And there are many instances where, like, I wanted to, like, give up. You know what I'm – like, you know? And yeah, if, like, if I stop there when I had 200 meters left and I stop, like, it might feel good because you're not in, like – you're not, like, in pain anymore. But at the end of the day, you didn't finish your test. You don't – you're, like – you don't have – you're not – you don't get, like, the score that you want. Right. Right? And, but other way, if I do the other thing, right, which is to finish that 200 meters left, I will be in more pain, but I get the score, like erg score I want. Like the test Mm -hmm. would be at the end of the day successful. And like trying to tie this to the mass situation we have now, we are so close, like literally a month or two left. And if we like go wearing a go wear a mask, if we go like do the restrictions, those are like stressful. Those are like 
it's very annoying. But at the end of the day, one once those two, one or two months are done, at, like at, at in the end, like the situation might be like normal now, and stopping early, it may feel good, you know, like oh I could go to um like the I can't uh, like I could go to the store without wearing a mask, but really that's gonna cause more problems. For you. Yeah. So. Basically, to the audience, I'm going to dumb it down for you. Just wear your mask, okay? Just keep wearing the mask. You're, like, you're not going to, you're not, nothing bad is going to happen to you if you, if you, um, like, if you're going to wear the, if you wear the mask, you're only putting your, you're only putting others at risk if you don't do it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end off this episode. So thank you so much for watching episode three. And thank you, Ryan, for coming on. Uh, hey, man, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I hope we could like do this again some other day. And uh, yeah. So, uh, so thanks for watching, and we'll see you later.